Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the PH Nutrition Podcast. Today, I am honored. I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to go in international because we've got Bruce and Tom Bliss. Uh, they're not in Kent anymore. They're not, they're, not, they're not down my ends anymore. They're all the way in Bali. Courtney, how, how, how's things? How are you? Yeah, I'm great. And thanks so much for having us on. Um, Good. We're going to talk a yeah, about it more in a great. minute. But uh, <laughs> you see, firstly, uh, recent yeah. news that you, uh, you popped the question to, to Courtney. Luckily, she said yes, mate. So a huge congrats to both of you. How are you, big man? Thank you so much. I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. Yeah, I, I managed to, uh, yeah, I got a, a bit of a weak knee on my, on my 30th birthday. <laughs> so uh, turn, the birthday turned out to be the perfect disguise. And uh, it was an incredible day, incredible weekend, incredible celebration with one of our closest friends. Yes, yeah, and he wasn't expecting it in the slightest so yeah it was it was a beautiful beautiful occasion thank you mate amazing mate she just thought you were doing your lunges on your rehab no literally like... literally <laughs> i wondered why i caught him <laughs> practicing in the mirror ah, good stuff well i feel this is going to be a really good feel good podcast because um, you know yeah, people that people that let people that maybe listen to, to a, a, a podcast recently i uh, i've just had my second child had a daughter so uh, there's marriages, congratulations marriages and babies and Good, but enough about that. Let's talk about let's talk about fitness. We talk about nutrition. We talk about business. So uh, I'm really excited to have you both on. So thank you so much. So firstly, pleasure. Obviously, beyond the obvious, like what stimulated the decision to move to Bali, Tom? What 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 what, what stimulated it, buddy? I think uh, we were just keen for a, a bit of a, a change in, in vibe, a change in lifestyle. Uh, he's been in London since 2014. I was, I've was i been in London since 2016. Uh, we had actually moved just outside of London in lockdown and our tenancy was coming to an end. And we thought, hey, rather than you know moving back into central London into no doubt a rather expensive uh, flat and, 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 and no doubt an expensive lifestyle, let's just go to Bali. Um, so uh, yeah, we the original plan was only five months. And after uh, literally two days, we turned to each other and we thought 
this is going to be a bit more longer term here. So, nice. um, and obviously things have developed and with 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 a, with a coaching opportunity over here for courts, which which I'm sure we'll uh, discuss yeah. and get to. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a great vibe out here. People are incredible. The, the weather's obviously amazing, and yeah, we're having a good time. Thanks. Fantastic, mate. And you mentioned that there, the moving out of London during lockdown, and that's where mm. the ultimate you started. Is that correct, Courtney? Indeed. Yeah. Give us an update on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So um, we both had our own separate coaching businesses. I was online and in person. Tom was coaching CrossFit classes and he had his PT. So we were very much separate entities. And then the big announcement came. We just turned to each other and we were like, right, the gyms are shut. What are we going to do? We either sit here and wait for them to reopen, which is fine. Or we do something and we know that we knew that we're the type of the people that need to be doing stuff. You know, we do this because we love it. We're so passionate. And we just looked at each other. So funny because we had no idea what this would entail. She were like, should we just do a live class tomorrow from home? Body weight. Let's just get everyone moving. And uh, then we basically realized, <laughs> how do we do it? We don't know how it works. We like stayed up all night making sure, testing the streams. And the next day, I think we had over 500 people joined this live free YouTube class and it was amazing we got such a buzz from it and enjoyed it and we just realized that at the time we thought this would be a month two months no one knew how long this would last and we were just like okay one more day one more day then that turned into months and, and then it turned into a year and in that time we realized that um, we were helping other people, but it was also benefiting us too. It gave us a purpose. We were able to do what we love. And most importantly, which is where the Ultimate You was born, was we realized how many more people we can reach for far less money uh, and make, make you know, training and living a really healthy lifestyle, especially during lockdown, accessible to people because of online. Um, and we'd never had that before being in central London. You know, PT's quite expensive. Not everyone can afford it. Um, and yeah, and this this thing was just born. And we just looked to each other and thought, okay, how can we take this one step further? Because it had now been you know, seven, eight months. So we started doing online programs, which were born from a bodyweight program, a program for people that just had one dumbbell, a program yeah. for people that had like a bike. So we had all these different programs to cater. Um, and yeah, and that's just kind of where it all started. It and it just yeah, it's pretty mad. To carried think back, on, isn't it? Like everyone was just scrambling around for one hex dumbbell and that was it. Like, yeah. man, I got a 22 and a half. I'm so buzzing. Uh, but you said that you were doing it for seven months. Was, was it most of that start then for free? Was you still just doing it for... For free, or when did you start to kind of transition to charging for it? Yeah, so so I think we did free classes for two weeks, um, and nice. I think we were just doing Instagram lives actually to start with, yeah. and then we wanted to you know provide an even better service and 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 kind of uh, yeah deliver a better service. So we we transitioned onto Squarespace scheduling, and then as Courtney said, we did we did the live classes through YouTube Live. Uh, so it was just a pay as you go. Also, anyone could join it at at, at, at any time, nice. and uh, we we did a post said, look guys, you know this is this is our livelihood. Uh, you know we want to 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 continue to give you guys as much support and as much um you know time as possible and obviously you know in terms of you know surviving if you like you know we we, we just need a, a small bit of kickback off the back of that and, and and everyone was was really on board with that so um um yeah that's kind of how it started really yeah incredible. yeah we ended up uh, having a full schedule <laughs> Two you know we would um, yeah. we kind of set a precedent yeah we set a precedent from the day one of 
literally doing the live class with yeah, every single members. rep of every single session and, we did together um, for seven months <laughs> it was mad so many jump lunges so many jumping yeah, lunges it yeah. was a lot <laughs> yeah and obviously you know like people only have one dumbbell you're doing the same movements and obviously we're great coaches yeah. so we made it as varied as possible but yeah it got to the point where we were like okay lockdown's not going away anytime soon but we love this and we love what we've built and the community we've built so we decided to share the classes so I would take one Tom would take one but we had sometimes two classes a day including mobility classes we ended up in the second lockdown having barbell even class, barbell classes so people who managed, yeah so we were teaching people how to the olympic lifting basics yeah. online which That's was amazing so now it's it. uh, online programming and obviously got more kind of bespoke coaching which we'll come on to in a minute but you mentioned there about hitting more people like you know reaching more people being able to do mm. it online and obviously when you're face to face with someone you can deliver quality because you're there you, you're mm. talking to them how have you maintained the quality when you've scaled it then in terms of like programming like uh, you know i think that's a, i think it's an area where i see a lot of people fail they want to scale and then i think mm. one of the things that they do is they can hit more people, but then they either burn out or get the quality just goes. Of down course, of course. I think it obviously depends on on what model you you, you provide. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people out there will be semi bespoke. We have a a very very high quality monthly generic group generic program which people love, um, and they obviously get some very high quality programming, but they go they don't get the one on one contact time that the bespoke crew get. Um, and then we have uh, a a very um, good quality group of, of, of bespoke one-to-one -one clients we work very closely with and and, and obviously with, with with yourself as well uh, so we we obviously we've we've just shared the workload from 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 day one but i think to, to answer your question every everyone does have a ceiling and, and a capacity on how much they can take on board yeah. um before their quality drops and again this i think this is where people go wrong they try and they say yes to too many clients and before you know it they're 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 they've, they've completely maxed out and they're they're under they're under delivering what they promised to, to deliver, which is not what we stand for. We're very wary of, of how many we're taking on board and what we're obviously delivering to them. You say no to people? Do you turn people away? Yeah, I think it comes from yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, we're, we're very inclusive in terms of, you know, I, I, I truly do believe that we can get anyone to enjoy functional fitness and, yeah. and anyone results. Uh, but uh, yeah, there, there, have, there have been a few occasions where that, that person's not quite yeah. ready for, for, for the bespoke coaching or, or not quite ready to, to fully commit. And, you know, we want them to obviously, you know, maximize their investment just as much as, you know, maximizing our time. So there, there have been a few occasions where, we're, where we've politely said no. Yeah. Cool. What were you going to say? Sorry. Yeah, and it comes down to just being yeah. coaches who care. Uh, you know, it's also very trendy right now for people to be online coaches, and I'm all for it. You know, I think if you if if you want a career change, absolutely amazing, go for it. Uh, you know, and the positive of lockdown was this kind of newborn online era for fitness. But, you know, there's two reasons. Some people are doing it to make money and obviously everyone needs money to live. But there are other people and the successful people doing it because they see the value in being able to reach so many more people for far less money and genuinely helping. And that comes from genuinely, genuinely caring about your clients, caring about your product, being passionate about what you do. And, you know, it's not that hard to deliver a good service when you truly believe in that, truly want to help. I know that sounds cliche, but it is true. You say everyone needs, everyone needs to be earning money, but you say the ones that are, I, I think the ones that have longevity 
you know, they're the ones that the good coaches, they're the ones that are like you say, echoing what you just, you know, doing what you just uh, outlined there. So of course, completely agree, completely agree. So look, we mentioned it, we, we uh, talk about nutrition and we're delighted, the you know, pediatrician and myself, we're delighted to be helping you with the nutrition side of things. So we currently do the bespoke coaching onboarding from a nutrition perspective at the at higher end. So anyone that comes on, they get a full nutrition plan. They jump on a call with, with myself. We get a you know, bespoke nutrition plan in place, which maps out, like you say, exactly what they need to be doing in the initial period, but also then how to adjust and going forward. And it's been brilliant. Like we've had some incredible results, you know, and I think the, the requirements nowadays for nutrition and training under one umbrella, I think is the possibly one of the biggest things that I'm seeing it, the rise in, in, uh, in the fitness world, in the fitness industry. Absolutely. I do think that it puts a lot of pressure on PTs to be able to then deliver like nutrition services. Now I know Courtney, you've done, you know, like a, you're very, very, very well educated and knowledgeable on nutrition. Why did you guys think that it was the time to outsource the nutrition side of things? Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a time when I was d delivering both, you know, when I had my own business way before I met Tom. Um, but I guess is the reason is we believe that, you know, the best service is when someone is an expert in their field. And, you know, as a coach, you're, you never stop learning. There's always new information, always new things to be learning and implementing. And I think that you should be focused on one area to deliver the best service possible. And, you know, whilst you said we are very knowledgeable when it comes to nutrition, you know, we're not developing that constantly yeah. the same way we are our training. So outsourcing just seemed like a no brainer, especially with such an incredible company like Thank yours, you uh, <laughs> because you get it. And I'm sure we'll talk about values yes. later. You know, we're very aligned in, in how in our approach. But yeah, exactly. Like, I just think that, you know, stay in your lane and also putting your hands up and being like, I'm, I'm good. I can get people to lose weight. But when you get to the level of people, you know, who have hormone issues or all sorts of things coming into it, that's very specific and requires a certain level of expertise. We're okay to say, no, you're going to be in much yeah. better hands. Yeah. With I think it also comes down to the goal that you had is scalable, like scalability. You mm. want to be able to hit as many people as you can. And I feel that, you know, the nutrition side of things, if you take away that effort at the start which is the hardest bit setting someone up is hard like maintaining it adjusting it that's not the hard work it's not the investment that's not the time heavy and that type mm -hmm. of thing so i think the way that that we set it up where we take care of that initial setup and everything else uh, obviously then allows you more time more investment in like, say the area that you're good at your zone of genius and i, I think that this is something that a lot of coaches that don't get to that next level or hit that ceiling, like Tom said, they try to do everything. And mm. they're, 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 I don't know if they're scared. I don't know if they just don't know or they just haven't thought about it or whatever. But I do feel that that's potentially where I see when I talk to fitness professionals, you know, in these conversations, like I do think that that's it, trying to do everything. And this is why we've never done training programs. <laughs> People ask us all the time, why don't you do training programs? I'm like, yeah. 
No, I've done my, I've done my SNC, like, I don't know, in <laughs> uni, and I've done it, you know, like, you, like, people have done, like, the other way, the flip side, I've done the SNC yeah, just yeah. as much as PTs have done nutrition, and yeah, I can write a program, but I'm like, yeah. You could, you could, you could knock something up, just like we could not potentially knock 100%. up a nutrition plan, but it's not going to be the same level, uh, you know, as, as, as it would coming from an expert. Or when you reach them. Yeah, or when you actually experience a client having an issue that is Agreement. beyond, Definitely. you know, counting calories, losing fat. You know, when there's when there's yeah. health side of it comes in, right? That's when a PT is going to face an issue. And obviously, well, I hope they would then say, no, I don't have the expertise to coach you now. Um, but then if you look at it that way, you're not retaining that client. And therefore, you've lost that client for yourself. So the better thing to do would be to partner in some way with someone who would be able to tackle that problem without you losing them, you, losing you as uh, their training yeah, coach no, or I, whatever. I, I completely agree. And I think this is hopefully, you know, putting the good foundations in to be able to, to really accelerate the ultimate you over the next uh, over the next few years but like, there's a good spanner in the works as we were just talking off before we jumped on in that you've got a full-time is it full-time coaching role now Courtney at Bamboo Fitness in in Bali yeah I mean I I've literally just started and it's uh, definitely was not in our plan when we came here but it's an incredible opportunity um that basically came my way the owner approached me and said he'd love to have me on board and I think we've spent so long getting online uh, that it just wasn't in our trajectory but you know it happened and I accepted the job because mm. as a huge compliment the the team of coaches are world-class you know they are hand-picked and it's just one of the best gyms I've ever been to everything about it is fantastic um so yeah to be to be a part of it was amazing so at the moment um, the end goal will be to obviously move on to full-time uh, but obviously there's still more than enough room for me to carry on doing what I'm doing. It's just been a bit of a transition period for us to figure out our roles, which I'm sure we'll get into and Tom <laughs> will love to speak about this. But actually put a spanner in a works in, in, in multiple ways, but yeah. all of which have been positive because uh, not only did it open our eyes to essentially a life out here it also made us rethink yeah. a lot of our systems a lot of how we were operating and act actually it's really helped over the past three or four weeks to really clearly define our goal um yeah. so roles within the business insight, what, what's been happening then in terms of these changes or, or yeah or struggles give us some like you say what what have you struggled with since moving fully online and then now like what we starting to assess and and change yeah, for, I mean, to, you know, to, to, to go back a couple of years, uh, you, we didn't quite realize how many different hats we'd have to wear yeah. you know, from, from an on, on, online, I'm sure Amen you can to appreciate that. Where, I'm, where I'm coming from. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's funny, if, if you look at your, 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 your overall work capacity, you know, I said this on a previous podcast recently, I reckon coaching takes up about 15 20 percent of, of your overall work capacity there's there's so many other individual elements that you need to to be good at whether that be content or marketing or socials you know the the, the list is the list is endless so 
you know th- those those are the early struggles and and you know if you're in a position to to outsource uh, these where you can i think that's that's that that would, would be my my, uh, my 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 two pence my bit of advice for for, for up and coming online coaches but thankfully you know in the position that we're in as, as a couple doing this together uh, you know, as courtney alluded to there you know as things are developing now you know, courtney might have taken a slightly backward step in terms of the amount she programs and she she coaches but there's still a heck of a lot that she's doing yeah. um, behind the scenes to, to make my life a lot easier before i go to bed every night I, I'm, I'm big into my journaling and i write out my to-do list and always at the top is is the is the 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 the, 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 the tasks that i find the most rewarding so that would be the client fulfillment that'll be the programming that'll be the socials and then right at the bottom is all the admin tasks which i am useless at so corny bless her and we're currently building out a circle pla- a platform on circle yeah. which is where which will be our, our educational hub uh, so there's there's lots lots and bits and pieces that needs to be done aside from your client check-ins aside from your programming you know aside from the content so um i feel like we, yeah. we're getting into a very good position now we have our clearly defined roles and uh, yeah we're just you know in a position to, to, to thrive yeah yeah i think if you are and maybe if someone's listening that has a partner whether that is your boyfriend or girlfriend or or an actual business partner if you are doing it together our advice would be to doing the same thing like we're both passionate coaches we both love clients we both love programming but you know we have a bespoke side and a generic side and you know we found that we're doing a lot of the same tasks for different clients um, because we both love it however as Tom said that's a very small part of scaling a business whilst keeping your quality and staying coaches who genuinely care so we just kind of sat down and mapped out you know, the best use of time. And because we've worked and programmed together for so long now, we program the same, you know? So handing it off and like switching a role and giving someone more of something like this to focus on the systems, that's just kind of what happened when I was offered this opportunity. And it also made us realize that, you know, this is our business and we love what we do, you know, to be scalable we want it to be its own entity. And, you know, we've grown our social media now. It's got just over 10,000 followers. We've grown it over the last couple of years. And we realize now that actually it's okay to kind of detach our personal Mm -hmm. Instagrams from that so much so that we can still have our own like personalities and be who we are online. Cause whilst we're very similar, we're also very different. So we've just focused all of that now into actually channeling it through the ultimate you. Um, So yeah, so I'm excited to kind of, get going with our new our new routine for me the wearing multiple hats as a business owner is probably something that not a lot of people understand or they kind of know that they have to do all of this stuff but when you get into it you're like how have i got to do all of this websites and this and learning all of the learning it all like that's the thing like no one teaches you this stuff i suppose it's like Mm. the school thing and it's like uni only educates you to a certain level when actually the practically the actually delivering it in the real world is so different. Like you learn about the, this nutrition stuff at uni, but I'm like, I learned about something called PKU, which is like a protein metabolism issue. Like I'm like, cool, I know about it, but like there was not one time in my whole career that I've ever used it. Used so it's it. like, tell me how to like, you know, create reels. <laughs> that would have been yeah, a much better, literally. that would have been a much better module than yeah. <laughs> these days. Maybe, yeah, again, yeah. maybe they'll change how the syllabus. To... Website development, like this type of thing, it's hard. Have you ever had success in outsourcing something in within the business? 
and what? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've, I've outsourced you know, a lot of the videography side of things to, 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 to various individuals in the past. I'm very interested in terms of the the editing side of things so I, yeah. I do generally love sitting down and, and, and editing a piece of content putting it all together and then obviously posting on socials and seeing how it how it how it hits uh, but I'm, I'm also aware I can't do that every single day you know I, I need to be able to out we need to be able to outsource that mm -hmm. so so I can obviously focus on uh, you know other other tasks uh, so, so yeah content's been a big one um and anything else Courtney well obviously we outsource which has been hugely successful. Well, you know, building on that as well is uh, Tom touched yes. on Circle, this platform we're, we're kind of building at the moment. Well, it's not our platform, but building content for. For example, we have all of this training and helpful content, which is most most of the time now video, which takes a lot of time. You're speaking to microphone, you need filming days. So, you know, when we approached you and said, would you like to add some content and you sent over all of these PDFs about supplements, nutrition, and just this amazing bundle of educational resources. That's like a prime example of something that, yeah, we could probably do it, but you know, we're not as well versed mm. as you are. It rolls off the tongue for you. You know, it's you live and breathe it. Whereas for us, it would take much longer and then something yes. else is going to suffer. And that's why, that's ultimately why we wanted to partner with you so that we can focus on that side of it. You're handling that side of it, which in turn, allows you to have more time key. to focus on your things thing. suffer you, know, you can do it but it takes a lot of time and other things then fall by the wayside yeah very good uh, i listened to a podcast tom i might have got it wrong that you were on maybe i can uh, maybe i got this wrong but you said we're talking about balance yep and you said that there isn't such thing <clears throat> is that correct yep yeah. i i have some insight on this because yeah, i before you start i agree <laughs> this is why I'm bringing gotcha. it up. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I thought we were going to have well, a little I, I, kind of I debate you, going no, on because here. Because <laughs> this is obviously maybe you know maybe a reason you people move to Bali. Oh, I want a bit more work-life mm. balance. You know, oh, I moved mm. out of London. I want more work-life balance. Like, you know, for me, I came out of a job that in football, which there wasn't really any work-life balance. You, you know, if Sky Sports decided to put you on a Monday night, you were working the weekend. You know, it, it mm. was like, it didn't matter. Like there was no balance. Like if player got injured, you're in the next day. Like it's, I kind of never, I've never had it because I'm just like, mm. since I was 20, I've always worked in an environment where seven days a week is expected. Then when you do get days off, you, you, you enjoy them. And then running a business, you think, oh, I've got a little bit more free time. And I do have ability to spend more time with my family. That is definitely something mm. that I have, you know, it's been a huge positive but i i work all the time like mm. that's it like any I, that's the only way to describe how i work I, i'm working yeah, pretty much sure. all the time like give us some insight in terms of mm. why you said that like about balance yeah i think you know i think the the, the quote was balance doesn't exist and and the mm. reason why i believe that I, I prefer to to view uh, certain situations and aspects in your life uh, independently of one another and, and being able to move the needle between between you know the the, the two or three or, or four four scenarios so the way the the, the 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 reason why i said that is i think i feel like if you're striving to achieve uh, this perfect uh, utopia of balance i think i don't think it exists 
if you want to excel at your chosen field, I feel like there's got to be an element of, of, of tipping the scales in one direction or the other. So if you're trying to you know, develop and run a successful business, you know, there's going to be a point in time where you're going to have to move the needle in that direction to, to, to heavily, you know, positive, positively impact, you know, that, that situation. However, something might fall by the wayside. But if you're OK with that and, and, and understanding that actually for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to tip the needle that way. And I'm going to really hone in on my, on developing my business, but knowing that I've got my birthday coming up or knowing I've got a certain event that I can move the needle back ever so slightly towards, you know, more, more relationships and more, 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 more life, you know, so that, that that's why I said it. And, and, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, and that's the best way to, to, to view, to view the search to certain situations. Don't get me wrong. I feel like, you know, someone could potentially reach balance in their life, but I, I just honestly don't feel like you're going to excel at any particular one of the points to the to the to the degree that you know we want to to to, to obviously excel you know we're, we're, we're driven and motivated individuals so that's 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 why i said that yeah i think having balance is you know like tom said i agree with both of you by the way uh, it's just knowing that there are going to be times when you sacrifice but i think the most important thing is especially with a lot of podcasts that tom and i listen to some of the most successful ceos in the world a lot of the themes are the same they're workaholics they don't know how to switch off I think balance is pushing the needle to excel where you want to in whatever area, but knowing knowing the time when you do need to stop. You need to take a break. Switch you off. need to yeah. maybe dial down the intensity a bit. Yeah, so there, it's just knowing that, yeah, it's not balance, you know, this way. It's knowing that there's only so far you can go mm. before you need to reset. But, you know, before it reaches that point of burnout or anything like that, actually it's identifying, you know, micro times to have that mm. balance by switching off and actually putting your phone yeah, down and, and with, yeah, with not working. There. I call it lines in the sand. You've got to have lines mm. in the sand to be like, right, it's birthdays, it's holidays, but I'm going to, I'm going to right, really push this time and then there's a little right call this is when i'm going to just take a little bit of time off whether that's christmas you know whether that's where whatever your whatever it is but if you don't mm. have those like you say that the most successful people do say really push but then the people that then are not successful keep pushing when they shouldn't they should need to take the time off. Mm. so i think you're right mm. i i agree with you in terms yeah. of like balance because i think often people don't see progress in any scenario because they try to employ balance. They try to have mm. it. So they try to be in, in ridiculous shape, but then still socialize with the lads at the weekend and still try to mm. eat off plan because, oh, I don't want to be that guy that always just eats like really, really healthy all the time because I need balance. I'm like, mm. well, what's your goal? Like, if you really want to achieve something, you've got to go. Mm. And yeah. the balance comes from dialing back something else. So like, you can't, be a boozer if you want to be in really good shape. But if you want to be social, then you have to then incorporate your environment to enjoy the social aspect of whatever you're doing, whether that's going to fitness events in a team, whether that's going to the gym with people instead of going to the pure gym with your headphones on, like a little recluse at 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Like you've got to enjoy that, that or it's create the environment in that to, to achieve that balance mm. because then you get both sides of things. And I think a lot of people don't achieve it in a business mm. sense as well, because they go, Oh, I need balance. I'm not going to work. I'm, oh, oh, I'm clocking off at five o'clock. Well, what if you're in a really good yeah. flow and you've got, you've yeah. got stuff to do. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm not just going to clock off at five. If I've got something to do, yeah, it's like, okay. I, I, one I, night like, and, and go sit in the yeah. telly in front of the telly. I'm like, 
oh yeah. you know like you keep working so that's why I, I thought it was a good point Tom and I don't think a lot of people thanks Matt. say it and that's like you know what I like it I think touching on that as well what's really important is I think you have to be in a certain place before what people are implementing their yeah. idea of balance right if you're a beginner who's never gone to the gym and you hit three sessions and you ate really well for three days and then you say, but, but it's about balance. And then you go out Thursday, Friday night, like you normally do or whatever it is, or you don't train, you're too, too early on in, in those habitual stages to fall back on those habits. So when it comes to Saturday, Sunday, or even Monday, the next week, you don't feel weird. I haven't trained, but you don't feel strange. I've eaten badly, but I don't feel bad. It's you need to go through a period of time where you're you're building those habits, going whether you're motivated or not, uh, saying no to a few things. Because if you do tip the scale and you have a big weekend, most of us here have been doing it for so long. There's no magical thing. There's no such thing as motivation. It's because we start to feel really freaking weird when we haven't done something positively healthy in a while. But if you're doing that too early on in your journey, you're never going to have that feeling, which is the thing that gets you out of bed on the Monday morning yeah. no, when you're I not agree. motivated. You have to, you, ha you have to make the progress, um, you know, say happen in the early stages and go through it and change. It's not identity, but you definitely need to change. Like you say, this is why habits, habit building and habit structure and all of these things have become so successful, so popular because it's, it's just, it's, it's the fundamentals, isn't it? Like you mm -hmm. need to, in the early stages, you've got to invest mm -hmm. for longer than Monday to Thursday to, to, to see, you know, to see progress. And I think exactly. I, I and this is where, plan. you know, you got to, you got to tip that you got to tip the scales. Of this, you know, if you're starting a new plan, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to say no to, you have to say no to some social you know situations because you have to tip the scales, you know, to get the momentum going. But that's not to say that you can't, you can't, you know, ha have those, at, at, you know, at some points down, down the line. And I feel like, you know, what, what Courtney said there is, you know, people will start with it, you know, take, take New Year, for, New Year's, for example, the, you know, some, someone might smash gym for five days and then, then go out on the weekend. And then, and then before you know it, they've lost, lost motivation. And this is, this, the, this is the thing about, you know, you tip, tip them in one direction and then hopefully that the habits will start to form and you'll be able to sustain this into the long run. Definitely. I think that's where comparison comes in massively. So Tom and I, People follow us because, and they say, you know, but you can do it all. And we say, yeah, we can, but we've, we're in this eight years now. Like we, I spent a long period of time at the start, like I moved to London, didn't really have many friends. I had just come out of performing arts school, just done my PC qualification. I was obsessed. Like I was going to the gym all the time. I was eating really well. And, and, you know, again, I think everyone starts that way, but I'm a firm and I'm not advocating that you need to be obsessed. But my point is no one sees, you know, they see us maybe go out and we're social, but we train really hard and we turn up to the gym still, whether we feel it or not. But there's so many years of habit building gone into that. And I think where a lot of people go wrong is they say, oh, but you know, that person's doing it. She's a crossfitter. She's a runner. She, you know, she's been out. She's She goes on holiday all the time and enjoys herself and has drinks and food. But uh, that is, everyone is so unique. And I think if you are starting and, and it's not going well and you keep falling back into the same pattern, you can't compare to someone that has such holid, solid, sorry, habits because you never know from Instagram how long someone's been doing it. I also you, know, think you can't tell. If you zoomed out on what, like you say, yes, use you two an example. If you zoomed out 
on what you do on average, people might come across your Instagram highlight reel to be like, oh, they were seen out for dinner and oh, they were having, you know, like a, a two course brunch. You know, if you zoomed out, that's not what you do on average. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like what you no. do on average allows you to be successful, be in shape, move the business forward, you know, mm. be fit and healthy. Whereas what, what people are saying is, oh, she's doing that all the time. No, I'm not doing that all the time. Mm. Like it, just what it appears sometimes. It appears yeah. sometimes that you might see like my feed yeah. pop up, you know, because pictures of pancakes get better reach than a business post like so you see that instead of seeing all of the other stuff that i'm doing but that's where i think a lot of people go wrong in that they go oh well they're doing it all the time no they're not if you zoomed out if you looked at me i'm like 90 percent of my week i'm on plan with my nutrition probably more Mm. you know and Mm. because i'm obsessed i need to be in shape and i've been Mm. lean my whole life because I've gone through, similarly when you said about the start of fitness, I've gone through the period of teaching myself and educating myself. And now it's ingrained that I can yeah. be more relaxed than the person that's at the start of their journey. But often I think mm. people don't invest enough to build the habits like you said there, Courtney. So Absolutely. I also think you just need to look at the bigger picture sometimes. And yeah, and- you know, everything is what you do on average. It's not what you do some of the time. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good point to make. Yeah. And you can fall back on that, you know, expanding on that again, you know, the difference and why I said not to compare is if you're, if someone's starting out and they've been unsuccessful for 10 years and they're still in the same position, you know, that, that night out might well just throw them off completely. It's enough to slip, slip them back into the old ways. Whereas that's why you shouldn't compare because I have those habits that there's nothing, even if we do decide to do that on a Friday, Nothing will stop us going to the gym on a Monday morning that's in our control. And I think people need to understand that that is not an overnight thing. It takes years of implementation. Um, Just switching on to to a bit more personal, uh, you guys, like I often talk to my clients about uh, not being linear. And this is, again, something that I think people often think happens in terms of like I start a fitness regime or I start a nutrition plan and all of a sudden it's just step-by-step progress and I just keep getting better and better and better, you know, if I keep turning mm. up. Whereas actually, because the progress isn't linear. Now, Tom, something with you, mate, like from the time that we've kind of been like chatting a little bit more regularly, I've definitely seen that you alluded to it off, off camera to be like, there's been a few speed bumps <laughs> in mm. terms of your thing. Like You could say that. Give us just a brief overview of what you've had to go through and challenges that you've gone and then where you're at at the moment, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I I, I entered the fitness industry in, in 2017, and I, I quickly thrust myself into into this CrossFit style of training, and I had a had an unbelievable two years of of injury free training, and that's where I made it, you know, a, a good chunk of my progress. And then by the time it got to you know end of 2019, start of 2020, I was I was I felt like I was ready to mm. to compete and, and push myself and 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 test what I've been working on. And then obviously this this the small matter of COVID got in the way of those plans, and I transitioned to you know, more of a, a, a home workout style of training. I was I was following some more you know functional bodybuilding, got myself into into, into some good shape, and then entered a, a national fitness games competition in the the summer of July 21, and that's where I unfortunately slipped slipped a disc in my back um, competing there. So since that date, I've been dealing with a lot of nerve related pain. 
contained down down the left hand side, which has spread, if you like, to the right hand side in the in the in the most recent year, which is apparently quite common with with nerve pain and nerve related injuries. Uh, so yeah, as you said, it's it's been up and down. I've 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 made more comebacks than than I than I have fingers. It's 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 been uh, it's been very up and down down. But speaking to you right here right now, I feel like I've got a good a good grip on the situation. Uh, it's it's completely unexplainable at times. Nerve nerve pain. Sometimes I'll I'll rest and I'll be in pain. And sometimes I'll do a two hour, a 90 minute workout and I, and I won't be in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then sometimes it will switch. Um, so yeah, I'm working hard on my rehab. I'm working hard on the top two inches at the moment. Um, yeah. you know, doing a lot of the, the usual breath work and meditation and, and, and journaling all the, all the, all the things that, uh, you know, help, you know, settle your mind and, uh, you know, being in more of a parasympathetic state of the, the sympathetic state that this flight or flight, flight or fight state that, that a lot of us are in when we're working out, when we're training is, is all well and good. But in terms of my recovery and, 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 and dealing with, with my, my nerve related pain and down regulating my central nervous system, I need to step into more of that, that parasympathetic state, which is what I've been doing with my, with my breath work. So uh, yeah. That should answer your question in a nutshell, and I'm looking forward to uh, to pushing on this year. Yeah, it's 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 good insight because when we see with you know when you're maybe working with clients and you give us a bit more in in you know in depth uh, on this, in that they sign up to a program and then if something doesn't go quite right, if they get injured or if they get thing, they think that oh then there's no point getting coached or I have to come off. And then I think sometimes it's probably more of an investment to do it at that point mm. than. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you can't do the quote unquote high intensity, bury yourself, you know, training to a hundred percent. But I feel that sometimes when you are like having to adjust things, you can get a little bit lost. And if you cannot go down that rabbit hole and and just kind of then have to kind of come out of that, which is a really tough process, Mm. I think it's a lot easier. Mm. I injured my groin at the beginning of the year. doing a lunge, putting my son onto the bed, as you do. Shit. And it, you know, it wasn't right, but it was probably niggling for a while. And then I hurt my back doing mm. some stuff in CrossFit. And it was just one of them where I'm like, reached out to a guy, Jamie Harrop, and took your low movement stuff. And, you know, it makes you realize that I needed that support. I needed that focus to kind of give me like, exactly. cool, I'm going to do this. And actually, just the power of being coached, being accountable is, is incredible. And I think it's definitely something, mm. you know, what people come to you for. Yeah, but yeah, mate, I, I'm and hoping just, to see you kind of come back, you know, back stronger now. Thanks, Stay mate. back. The, Stay the, back. The, absolutely. I mean, the 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 rig's yeah. certainly looking better, which which I'm pleased with. Vitamin uh, D helps, work, mate. Work, Vitamin work, D work. helps. <laughs> I've been working hard on that. I see, um, mate. but just to touch on just to touch on what you said that that's why you know the 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 movement mechanics and the movement side of thing the side of things you know particularly with our program uh, the the bespoke programming in particular is such an integral part of the yeah. program because I believe you know before you add layers of intensity before you try and do too much with your training if you're moving incorrectly if you have incorrect movement patterns there's there's no point trying to add more load, add more intensity, because it's only going to lead to one thing. And that, that is, that is injury down the line. So, mm-hmm. you know, whenever, whenever we get a, a client on board to start with, you know, we're very detailed in terms of the movement screen, obviously get them on board straight away with a, with a nutritional consultation with you. And it's very thorough and very detailed. And, and most people, um, 
you know, we, we try and educate everyone through this pathway, through this process to, to ensure that they're on board with, 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 the, with, with the vision that we share of this, you know, non-restrictive um, to, to training in your lifestyle. And the, the, the people who have been with us for, you know, half a year, a year, two years, they're, they're, they're flying mm. um, and they're, 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 they're thriving. And you know, don't get me wrong, you know, again, when you try to push performance, of course, you're going to run into a few niggles here and there, yeah. but it's about dealing, you know, having the mental capacity and the, the mental to, to, to be able to deal with those as well as the support from a training and nutritional point of view and you know this is, this is what it's all about for, for the long run i think it's often an area that's overlooked because uh, it takes time doesn't it it takes time to do mm. it takes time to do your mobility it takes time to do your rehab it takes time to do movement mechanics and i don't necessarily you don't get that instant feedback such as doing a you know a 12 minute emom like it's <laughs> tough it i i i kind of there's a lot of parallels between that and nutrition. I, I genuinely mm. believe, and that you know, you don't you, you don't eat one good meal and you get you know you, you know these lose three percent body fat. There's, you've got to invest it, and it compounds. And for me, that's a key thing. Like the the movement mechanics and the nutrition, the more time that you can be consistent with it, the better you're going to get. The better more rewards Absolutely. you're going to see. Uh, and mm. it, it's a tough thing, but it's uh, it's, it's definitely worth definitely worth it so courtney now look we talked about you being quite knowledgeable in nutrition and, and you know your recipe development is cooking tommy tommy boy is a lucky man i tell you um, how has the food been in bali are you cooking at all or are you just eating out of cafes because when i was there i was only there for two weeks i think um, oof. yeah i mean the food is Banging. so good so convenient everything yeah. in bali is very close yeah. especially here in uluwatu uh you know it's much more it's much smaller so eat out a lot i'm not cooking at the moment i did at the start of the year when we had a villa with a kitchen but obviously our plan was not to come back for the rest of the year so we had uh, stays every month we were moving around uh, and so we've ended up somewhere with not a kitchen however when we come back in august we've got somewhere for a year that we'll have a kitchen so i i will love to do some cooking again but the food here is and really great so healthy the gym we train at bamboo the food is banging and they're so open to changing everything like i don't want oil in this or can you add an egg into my rice or i want part of that breakfast but no sauce and you can just basically like build your own meals so it's really really good and you know it just uh, out at home is obviously far more expensive than that you know we were always on food prep companies and always prepping food at home and i do really enjoy cooking it's my kind of me time Um, obviously my recipe development is on halt here at the moment uh, to say it won't be kind of picked up in the future so i do really want to do that but yeah i do miss cooking but they're you know the benefits of being here far outweigh that and there'll always be time for me to cook, so. so what's so you say what, what's the uh, thing that you that you've uh, experienced in bali what's your favorite thing about bali at the moment apart from the sunshine favorite thing five favorite thing that's a good question food good question oh it's not sunny <laughs> yeah. it rains it's it rains than all here. Actually, it's <laughs> yeah what's been the highlight Prusy? that my favorite thing I don't know, Tom and I just, we'd never been to Bali and some people think we're crazy that we just made this big life decision not not having been here before. But, you know, we had a lot of trusted um, friends and peers in the industry who have come back from holidays like, God, if I had an online business, there's no way I'm coming home. And that was just, that just sold it for us because we do have an online business and we've spent yeah. years building it to this point. And I just think that like, 
there's so many things, but they all kind of join join up is in just the the day to day with the time difference when the, the UK is waking up um, that allows you to get yeah. so much done in the morning. Like we train film content, emails, have breakfast, and then our clients are just waking up. And we're yeah. talking like 6am clients here. So that has freed up a lot of time for us. Obviously in the UK, we were always having clients in the morning and evening. So our training time was in the middle of the day. That's when we're most productive. That's when our brain is most fired up, you know, like late morning. Uh, so we're able to utilize that time now. I mean, Tom's very different. I've been training in the mornings. Tom is the other way around. But the same thing applies. He would, we would yeah. usually have clients at those peak times mm. in central London. And now we're able to be thrive in our different ways, in our different times throughout the day and get a lot done because everywhere's like a five yeah, or yeah. 10 minute. Yeah. That's that's the main thing I'm I'm grateful for is every single day when I commute five minutes to the gym yeah. um, on on the scooter I'm you know and if it, if it's sunny and whatnot I'm just I'm just super grateful you know we we you know I alluded to at the start of the pod you know we moved, we moved out of London and our commute was about an hour five hour ten either side of the day by the time we're driven to the train station got the train got the tube walked to the gym or walked to the office it was it was a lengthy process and so you know tip 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 my hat to you know people who continue to do this but uh, it's uh, it's it's a it's a it's one of the most things I'm, I'm grateful for is, is the is the commute time here oh mate what yeah and, and the fitness scene here it's is insane. amazing as well yeah, yeah. Um, you know and i just i'm a firm believer that like pa- being passionate about something we all know be, having a hobby even if it's darts or tennis or whatever it is you're you're in you're drawn to a community where there's a lot of like-minded people that are very similar to you for that hobby and that passion and that thrives here and you can feel it because the people that are around you whether they're traveling or here permanently you know they're passionate about being here and the lifestyle and it all kind of merges together and i just get like a really good energy yeah. here especially in Uluwatu. and we, we talk about it a lot yeah. don't we? like you've got to have the environment that's conducive to the goals that you want to achieve and the good thing is that you guys have stuck yourself yeah. right in the middle of it you know, like mm. we try and cultivate it in the UK, don't we? We try and cultivate it by, you know, wit for me was always an environment that I love to go into because everybody in that environment, when you train, like you push yourself harder, people were talking about business, what thing they were doing, you know, oh, how am I going to get better? You know, and I was like, oh, I loved it. Do you know what I mean? Like in that, yeah, when right. it initial, initially opened. And we always, I always feel sometimes it's hard. We're always trying to cultivate it here and it can sometimes be always an uphill battle. Uh, so I'm buzzing to hear it. I always loved it when I was there in Bali. My mate Chris Spring was the coach at uh, Wonderlust. So I just used to hop on a scooter, go for a coffee, Brilliant. go for pancakes, yeah. go and train yeah. at like nine thirty, ten o'clock for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then me and him would yeah. like do a bit of extras and then I'd just go back and have a massage and then ask the side. It was yeah. But yeah. The, the community yeah. being, able, being able to get around you know, it was, <laughs> was like, say, everything is so quick, where it's just like, oh, I've got, you know, an hour into London, or even if it's in London, you've got to get, like, a tube, and it takes 40 minutes, and it's tough, isn't it? So I think yeah. that's only going to help, I think, what, I don't even think, I know it's only going to help the, the growth of the business, because even just talking to you guys here, and we're across the other side of the world, I can feel the energy, do you know what I mean? I can feel you guys, oh, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, where was you, Bromley and Kent? No, where, where was you? Seven yeah. Oaks? Yeah, bro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Bromley. They don't give you the same energy as barley. I don't think so. Nah. <laughs> um, but I can feel it. I, can, I feel that you're yeah. positive. You've got like you know, you're assessing things. You're moving things forward, and it's just incredible to hear because 
you know, when we work in this online world, I think sometimes we can end up, especially me, you know, you're sitting in front of a laptop and it's challenging sometimes when you're moved online from, from in person, you know, you don't get that face-to-face contact. You do get face-to-face, but you don't get that in-person contact as much. Yeah. And I think listening yeah. to you guys here, it's like, you know, you've got a nice balance with it. And, and I think it's going to, you know, bleed into the, you know, making the business even more successful than it already is. So I'm buzzing to be part of it. And I think, Thanks, I think it's going to be, it's going to be wicked to see, mate. So favorite things about Wiley, that's good. What things do you miss from the UK? Nando's. I, I actually miss Nando's. I actually miss, there, there, there are some very good chips. I've had some very good chicken and chips out of it. Yeah, Nando's, Nando's. What else do I miss? Oh, oh. I really miss. I really miss crisps and popcorn. I I would do anything for a bag of. It's, it's all food. It's all, do you know what I mean? It's always the way. It's always the same. It's always the food. Chocolate orange yeah. orange squares bars. Squares bars were always I go to pre workout, and I have been missing missing those big times. So squares yeah. bars is, is big. Bars. Oh, and my parents' dog. I missed I miss my parents' dog more than more than I miss them. I missed, <laughs> missed Bertie Chocolate Lab. Can't wait to see him. Um, thing in the world true, that yeah. Tom true, loves more. True, than true, me. true. I'm, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's tough. Like when we whenever I talk to people abroad that and that have moved from the UK, it's always food related. Normally, it's like yeah. I miss mustard. Or I miss like ketchup, like proper ketchup or, you know, like something yeah. small. If they go to Abu Dhabi and they can't get anything out over there, like, or it's like eight pounds for a ketchup, yeah. you know, a little bottle, mm. bottle of ketchup. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't miss much, do you? But there's a little thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. You know, obviously we, we miss our family and friends too, but, uh, you know, we're very lucky to have a very supportive, genuine group Definitely, of people mate. that are just rooting for us. And, you know, if anyone's listening and thinking about making a life change like this, just know that like the good people will stay and they'll always be there when you get home and they're rooting for you. And, you know, a lot of people can't leave because of their jobs or commitments and things like that. But it doesn't mean that they're not rooting for you to do it if it if it's yeah. if you can, mm-hmm. if it's a possibility. So, yeah, we, we, we do miss our friends and family, but, uh, you know, they're there. They'll always be there, and uh, I, I know that they're happy for us. Uh, kids, kids is the other thing what keeps you in the UK. Uh, I'm pretty much the same. So when yeah. when Finn was born, we he was born in September 2020, which was the year of lockdown. So I can't remember how many there were, but um, we had booked uh, for to come to Bali for a month because Belle was on mat leave. Uh, and we booked two, two villas and we we're going to go there for a month because I'm, I'm an online business similar to you. I was like, mm. I can work wow. anywhere. So I can work for like yeah. the mornings, like you say, and then I can be, you know, off. But Finn was like, when it was going to be like five months. So he wasn't like walking or anything. So we had these two amazing villas booked, like, you know, when you book them.com and you cancel and then another lockdown happened. Like we weren't let out of lockdown or something. I can't remember what happened, but we couldn't yeah, end yeah. up going. So, uh, yeah, I never got back there, mate. And now with two, I can't take them out of nursery. So even though we got a little yeah, now, course. I can't come over. So yeah, just when they go to school, I'll be, I think that's the next time I'll get, yeah, get over over there. But yeah. You're welcome yeah. anytime. Mate, yeah, still be there. Look at that. Five years. Are you still going to be there? <laughs> Making roots. Great stuff. Um, look, you, you mentioned earlier about the podcasts that you listen to. Like, I'm, I've, mm. I've just been just coming to the end of Will Smith's book. Um, mm. If you haven't read, it's very good, actually. Um, the list, yeah. And uh, I need a new book recommendation and podcast recommendations. What are you listening to? What are you reading at the moment? Courts, you were listening to a good one earlier. 
I was listening to the Diary of a CEO um, by Stephen Bartlett. I was listening to uh, the, um, I've forgotten her last, last name, but Alex. She's the owner of the Call Her Daddy podcast, which is the biggest nice. female podcast. I hadn't heard of it until today. Oh, I hadn't heard of that. You no, know, she interviews. It's huge. Yeah, she interviews like top celebrities. I think she's exclusive to Spotify. Huge, huge deal. And basically just you know the one of the biggest podcasts in the world and it blew What's up it called? Cool head. but uh yeah i was just listening oh call her daddy call her daddy <laughs> yeah yeah it started off like yeah anyway uh, i do okay. like listening to those podcasts uh, yeah there's there's been hundreds mm. that tom and i've listened to that have been amazing i mean tom's also really into yeah, his, his i'm gonna i'm gonna dish out a book recommendation to. actually I'm, I'm i'm reading a book at the moment called the body keeps the score which is very the sound of this pertinent very very related to, yeah. to what i'm going through with my injury but it's uh, only 60 pages in so i can't give you too much of uh, an in-depth debrief but uh, it's all to do with how your body stores trauma um, and it's to do with the, 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 the pathways from your brain to the affected area. It's funny because, you know, wh- how I try to relay this to Courtney, Courtney might experience a, a, a slight pain in her back in a workout, but her pathways aren't as strong as mine, that, that the signals don't travel back up to her brain to panic. Whereas I will experience the exact same amount of pain in my back, but because I've had pre- previous trauma there, mm. but due to the never-related injury, my pathway is like a fucking sorry, it's like an like an explosion, yeah. and 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 it's <laughs> it's so strong, and that and that's that's what I've got to you know slowly re re rewire. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been a fascinating read so far, but yeah, that's that's my recommendation. Mm, big fan. Gonna get that on my list. Wrote that, wrote those down. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Look, just, just wrapping up. Like, I think you know, I, I get approached by different people uh, to, like, you say, partner, collaborate, and like you said about at the start of it, like saying no to things is a way to be able to help you to scale. Um, but mm-hmm. when you guys kind of reached out, it was an absolute no-brainer. I think you you know you. Incredible to see some people that are so talented, so knowledgeable, but so humble. So, you know, just, just care, just really care about doing the right thing in a correct way and delivering an incredible service. And we're honored to be, to be delivering the nutrition side of things for the ultimate you. And, and guys, if, if you are looking for something that's, you know, like I say, obviously online, but is, is it going to really help you to kind of get everything in one place? You know, like we talked about movement mechanics, nutrition, training, like, you know, support, accountability, community. Uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's a, a no brainer to kind of uh, get, on, get on board. So where's the best place for people to go to? Altmayu.com and Instagram. Yes. Instagram. Yeah. All, all the links are on our Instagrams. So we have the link to the website obviously all of the content and then we have links to our monthly yeah but the easiest well. way to get in touch is just to drop us a dm yeah. um or uh, or, uh, or get, get in touch by a type form with with your with your number and, and email and we'll, we'll, we'll take care of the rest great stuff and if you do if you, it'll be uh we'll pop it in the show notes links to to everything so if you are going on the on there you can go straight to it uh, but yeah give them give us some search and uh, Happy days. Really good, guys. I'm, I'm, fantastic. Thanks, Liam. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us Thanks on. Thanks so uh, much for the 
kind words. Yeah, what you said was so kind and we feel exactly the same about you. So uh, thank you for partnering with us. And um, yeah, for all the success that, that together we've brought our clients so far. Absolutely. So it's just the beginning. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you've got this far, well, thank you very much for, for staying <laughs> for, for almost an hour. Uh, as always, look, it really helps. You know, we just hit 20,000 downloads, which, you know, when you hear people like the RACO going, oh, we've got 3 million dollars a week. It doesn't really comprehend, but <laughs> I think 20,000 is pretty good. It's like a small football stadium 20... of people. So I'm like, yeah, man, that's happy big. days in 50 that's episodes. Big. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, we really appreciate the support uh, because it's, uh, we're just trying to deliver, like I say, good information for people, direct them in the right way. And I feel that some of the stuff that we spoke about today was definitely really, really helpful in terms of shining a light on. So yeah, share the podcast and like it and let us know if you want us to cover anything else, get anybody else on the podcast to interview. And again, thank you for listening and have a good day. 